The girl in the white dress had her mother's brain and her father's heart and a spark that was entirely her own. Brilliance and direction and compassion as bright as the stars. But now she was alone and no one could help her. Whatever happened next, however it was recorded and remembered, she was entirely on her own. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rogue Rebels podcast. And this is going to be an awesome book episode. I am Sal. My beautiful wife beside me is Liz. Hola. Uh, honey, today we're going to talk about Queen's Peril. Yes, we are. And we have a guest today. We do. Uh, you guys may recognize her from the voice of Queen Amidala herself, Catherine Tabor. <laughs> Hi, guys. It is wonderful to be talking with you, particularly about this book. It is great to be talking with you guys, too. I'm, I'm so excited. And also, I just love, um, I love how you call your wife beautiful right off the gate. So um, I love that. Good, good, good job. I make it a point, right? It's important. <laughs> it is. And, and I, I hope other guys learn from you. And, and then, like, like, here's my real, like, like, my ulterior. We were talking about Palpatine before. This is my thing. Uh, when she later is like, you never, like, you don't even say you love me anymore. I have, like, 50 recordings. I can go back to every <laughs> podcast and punch up, like, hey, I called you beautiful right there. Look at right. I Look at episode 22. I called you the light of my life. <laughs> very wise. Very, very wise. wise. So, yes. <laughs> Jedi have to be versed in all areas of the Force in order to uh, have successful marriages. <laughs> Which apparently they're also not supposed to do. But right, you might right. know a little something about that as yes. being in Padme's shoes for so long. Yeah, it still breaks my heart, actually. Uh, yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, and sort of reliving some of that, you know, sort of those feels with the with the Clone Wars finale was, again, it's just yeah. heartbreaking. Because I've, I, I, you know, I, for a lot of reasons, you know, Matt Lanter being a big part of it, but I've just grown to love Anakin, you know, even more than I did before. So his his fall is just, it really is heartbreaking. It is. Yeah. I mean, anything that like, you know, we now have seven seasons of this show that took and expanded that character so much in addition to giving us new characters. Yep. You know, and even like, in my opinion, Padme, she yeah, was such absolutely. an integral part of the show. And like, she was given a lot more opportunities to showcase her skills and her ideals and things like that, which I loved. Yeah, we had so much fun, and then just getting to explore more of the relationships between her and Anakin and her and Obi-Wan, and, and then also um, the relationship between her and Ahsoka, I just loved, too. So Yeah, it's really cool to see that, like, Ahsoka had so many really good, like, teachers, for lack of a better word. Like, yeah. Like, really yeah. good, like... Influences. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's, the, that's the smart word. <laughs> Not influencers, yes. influences. Right. <laughs> right. right, nobody was on her Instagram. <laughs> um, you know, just not, getting to know these girls that we just see in the movie, and, and they're just kind of like back uh, characters, you know, right. that just kind of blend. Uh, but knowing that these women were so strong and brilliant, and um, they were, they had a lot of courage. Um, they were very brave, and, and each one of them brought something into essentially making who. Queen Amidala was is really amazing to be able to read on this. Okay, so yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, the handmaidens, I have been a person for 20 years who has been like, I know they all, I know there's a, a there's a Sabe, 
and there's a Rabe, and there's a, a Yabe. Yeah, but there's not a, <laughs> a there's Yane. Not a, there's not Yane, a Yabe. Yane. Just so everybody knows, I know now that there's not a Yabe. <laughs> but going into this book, I didn't know the difference. And after coming out of this book, Queen's Peril, uh, now I know the difference. So I guess let's get into like a little bit, a little taste for people that haven't read Queen's Peril or are looking forward to reading it. Yes. I took a lot of like, I just love seeing Queen Padme, Queen Amidala in her prime. Like this is about the queen. Yeah, I, you know, it's really cool that EK um, has with both Queen's Shadow and now Queen's Peril. Um, and, you know, and Queen's Peril is a prequel to Queen's Shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, no one in Star Wars does anything chronologically, do they? So. Never, never. <laughs> George, George set the precedent. Yes, um, but it was really it was really cool to go back and see a, a younger her and really get to see the the formation and and how it happened um, her becoming queen. And when I was uh, speaking of Clone Wars, when I was you know get, getting cast and was doing Clone Wars and I was doing all the research, mm-hmm. it really is cool because you can go into the um, the database online and find out all kinds of information that people have put in about different characters. And so there was some backstory about Padme, you know, being kind of like in basically what would be the, um, the mock UN, uh, you know, like what, what we do. Like when I, when I was in school, we had a mock UN where you would pretend like you were from the countries and you would you know, talk for your country and all that stuff. I was Norway. Um, (laughs) um, But to see, to see stuff like that. And then, so to have this book take us back and really introduce us to a younger her and, um, and to these amazing handmaiden characters that are all so diverse because by the time they're in the movie and we're seeing them, their job is, is to exactly what you said, blend in. Um, But before that, they all were their own very distinct personalities um, that they then sort of, you know, it's their job to tamp them down while they're working for the right. queen. Uh, I don't, have you, have you ever, uh, have you ever done any voices for any of the other, any handmaidens or anything besides only Padme, right? Well, yeah, I haven't, you know, so I did in Queen Shadow, EK's mm-hmm. first book. Right, right. And then what's funny is, um, in Star Wars Detours, um, which still I'm still hoping gets released someday, it's mm-hmm. the it's the cartoon that um, that Seth Green and Matt, um, his partner, were doing, um, and a bunch of us worked on it, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually play a young Leia, and she has decoys in that. Oh. So, and it's very funny because the, their names are Maya, Taya. I think Jaya. Great. And it's a comedy. So they are decoy slash handmaidens, but um not it's not quite the same as this, but it was hilarious. So I've I've played those I've played those right. decoy slash handmaidens. That's a thing that doesn't happen in our world too often. I think I need to make more friends that look exactly like me and oh. have similar shouting <laughs> names. Like, What's up, Al? Yes. And uh Tal and, and Pal. And, and Pal. What's up, Pal? Yep. <laughs> that, yep. That'd be the best. That, you need your own entourage. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> just has like their own squad, and you're like, "Oh no, the uh, the cells are here again." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was really amazing the way that um, because essentially, okay, so when I'm looking at the names, and I know that that's not the real name, it's something that they did as a result of um, of who I guess they became okay. right well, at that point. Hold on, first let's like 
I guess, let's see. Yeah, it's, we got, let's just go full. Is We're it gonna, time for spoilers? Yeah. Spoilers. Now let's, <laughs> I, I, my impressions of this book, I like this book. I, I like, this book. I don't know, I didn't know I needed a book of scheming teenage girls who <laughs> are politicians and wield great power and skills. And it is wonderful to watch unfold. Um, that's my opinion. Um, I love this book. Um, to be honest with you, I think we need a movie about these teenagers. We always need a movie. We we just need like, yeah, there just needs to be movies about everybody. Yane needs a movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I, I, I agree. Like I think, you know, and it's, it's this, it's, it's what always happens with Star Wars too. There is something for everyone. And sometimes if, one thing is not exactly what you wanted. You have to remember that it's a very large galaxy. So, you know, I'm al- I'm always aware of the fact that if um, someone who really just likes the, you know, um, battles and doesn't enjoy any politics or any of like that goes into reading or, you know, of looking at certain um you know, pieces from the galaxy that they might be like, oh, well, this isn't what I wanted, but this is something that so many people want um, to explore Padme's world more and to do it from this, um, the perspective of like the young adult version um, and explain, you know, like she did in Queen Shadow, some of the, some of the reasons for some of the wardrobe and, and all this mm-hmm. stuff that's, that's really fascinating um, to a lot of us. And then as we're about to talk about some of the more, some of the other things that get explained in Queen's Peril, um, which are really, they're really fascinating. And there are, as you know, battles in this, but it's also yeah. got intrigue and drama and scandal mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And teenage girl scheming. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I love that. That's drama. Okay. That's, that's definitely that. drama. And I love how Panaka never relaxed. Yes. yes. That's, that's, that's my alternate title for the book. Like if I have subtitles, maybe I'll make a little like, I'll, I'll like do a little uh, photocopy and Photoshop a little like Panaka did not relax. Book one. On I the, think it should just be called Panaka Needs a Vacation. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> a book like that. Spoilers. Everybody, spoilers. Uh, go ahead. Go crazy. Spoilers. <laughs> Okay, so I love this book. I love this book. So I love the fact that the book explains specifically which, um, first of all, where the handmaid, what the handmaiders are, and how that idea came into into play, and where everybody comes from, and explains why every person was brought in for a specific uh, like reason. They all have right? skills. All the skills. Um, and, and the names, I mean, the, the the whole way that she explains how the names were chosen, and that's something that they decided to give up to be able to contribute or as a homage to the fact yeah. that Padme had to change like, her name. They honored her, but then in that same way, like, they also, like, disappear. And I yes. love, like, I think it's Rabe who's like, yeah, let's just I'll change our name to that because nobody will be able to tell. And me, being a Star Wars fan for 20 years, is like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I have never been able to tell. Um, you know, her character, um, Rabe, in this was was really fun. Um, and, and just like you said, you know, each one of them really getting to go back and see the, the way that they came to be part of the Queen's entourage, court, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, um, was, was really 
it was really fun, you yeah. know, because they were all so different and, you know, and they, they have different personalities and, um, you know, some had sort of rougher, more rebellious backgrounds. Some were quite prim and proper. And, and that just, right. it, it made it so interesting to then have them come together. Um, you know, and also it's such a cool thing then to think about when you have a common goal and when you have a common purpose, people from all different backgrounds can come together and work together um, and, um, and be a united front, which I thought was also a really yeah. cool thing to, to see too. That's that's really beautiful. I like especially that. women because we tend to, yeah. you know, well, like think, men always get a bad rap, but women <laughs> yes. women can be harder to get around, get along. And, and you know what? So if you have like six women, it, yes, <laughs> go ahead. Absolutely. Well, I, and, and I think that the book really explains that too. Like where they come and where there's Spanaka talking to his wife, that's, and she's yeah. like, "What were you expecting? Yep. You put like six girls together, either they were going to be scheming <laughs> yes. or they were going to be." Killing um, each other. Killing each other. So <laughs> yes. scheming is good. Yes. So like the other <laughs> yes. side for me is like, as parents, I also enjoyed the Panaka and his wife. <laughs> like they like they meet up between their shifts or whatever, just kind of like, you know, but it's fo- so funny where he's like, I don't like this. Like they're doing something or this. Yes. And, and his wife's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what's yes. happening. Also. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like, that <laughs> dynamic was so fun. That really, it, it was really fun. I mean, EK yeah. does such a good job of writing. I mean, and I think that's one of the things too. Like it, it has action, but one of the things I enjoy about her writing so much is the, the funny interaction that you can just, you can imagine, you know, yeah. you, you know, and identify with, like you guys were talking about his parents and, you know, and she's like, I got this one, dear. Yeah. You know? <laughs> there was like whole scenes where she's like, uh, like, you know, and then it, there was one particular, I can't remember which one it is, but he's like, he has a, a conversation with her and she's like, well, you know, you're just lucky, blah, 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 or whatever. And then she leaves and he's like, why do I get the feeling I've lost two art fights today? Two fights today, yes. Well, I mean, she is right. <laughs> it's, it was so, it's so, too, exactly. She was exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yes. it's, it's so good. And then it gives you that like insight of how much it is to be a parent of like a teenage girl. Yeah. And there's sometimes where yes. I'm like, what are you doing? And I don't even know what's going on. And then my wife's like, okay, I got this. And I'm like, I, yeah, I, I feel like to? that that's definitely, that's something that makes me think like, actually, you know, that I can imagine fathers enjoying this book just to get a glimpse into their, to their teenage scheming daughters. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things that I, I thought was really interesting is that, um, and having played the character of Padme for so long and, um, I, I did an interview recently where they asked me if I could describe her in one word, and I said grace. Um, mm. And I, I, you know, I think that that's so true. And I, one of the things I like is that even with all the teenage girl stuff going on, and Padme is still a teenage girl, but mm-hmm. she definitely has, she still maintains a dignity and a grace that the that the others don't have. And it just right. explains and further, you know, shows why she is a queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about, like, so you've done Padme for, like, so long, like, probably around 10 years now, if not more, right? Yeah. Um, actually, over 10, because yeah. we, started, we started Clone Wars, you know, before it aired. So it's right. probably more like 11 or 12 now. Wow. So, yeah. like, how was it to play like teenage Padme you're basically teen you know you're reading teenage Padme and like stepping into that voice was it like radically different or was it like just a little bit or you know what I mean like how was that experience it was it was just a little bit different because again I mean I think the handmaidens felt more different because again I feel like there's something about Padme 
that has always been mature and sort of knew where she was headed. Um, mm-hmm. And so although she is a teenage girl, she still she still has a maturity level that a lot of teenage girls don't. And and she, she couldn't have been a successful, you know, candidate for and then queen if she didn't have those traits. Um, but it was fun to have her still go through some of the experiences that a teenage girl would go through, mm-hmm. um, you know, like sneaking out for concerts. Um, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is the best. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so um, the name of the band. Yes. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it, I think it's hilarious. Uh, it's yes. called Neurotransmitting Affection. Neurotransmitter Affection. I'm like thinking, okay... <laughs> That's an odd name, but hey, it works. I don't know. It must be techno. Yeah, I <laughs> techno. <laughs> I know that. I mean, that's exactly that's exactly what it sounds like. You know, like sort yeah. of this techno-y, you know, kind of techno band. And it's but, always fun in the Star yeah. Wars universe um, to you know to have the be on the sort of horizon of naming new things. Um, and I just think it's hysterical because it, it always gets always has to sort of get okayed eventually. But um, mm-hmm. I just think it's funny that you know because now things are then a part of the history forever. When when I was doing my first Star Wars job, which was a video game called Knights of the Old Republic, before I even did Padme, mm-hmm. um, we we had a moment where in the script it said pretzels, and we were like pretzel, like. Are there pretzels in Star Wars? I don't know. <laughs> and so Dara O'Farrell, the fantastic um, voice director and basically man responsible for my career, um, mm-hmm. we, we were like, well, let's just call it something else. And so we ended up calling it Teresian Ale Nut because they were on <gasps> Taurus. Mm. And so it was just so funny then. It was like, okay, this exists in Star Wars now. So the same with the band. It's like, okay, this exists in Star Wars now. And um, (laughs) it's just kind of fun. Yeah. You know, EK has such power. Yes. (laughs) That is true. That is true. uh, The power to wield pretzels. Yes. Well, maybe not pretzels. No, not pretzels in this case. I'm like thinking like bread nut because I'm not creative. But that's why why they pay her the bucks, not me. So when I was hearing that, when I was um, reading, hearing, hopefully soon, re- yeah. yes. hearing the book. We will wait. When I was um, reading the book, so so this band, all I can think of is, um, do you remember in like, uh, in what was what was the what is the name of the movie, uh, where Palpatine and uh, episode, Anakin are watching this episode three, Revenge yes, of the Sith. This. Bubbles, the, like, you know, Moncala opera. Yeah, that. Was yeah. Amazing. So that's the only thing yeah. I can think of. That, but with a lot of glitter. Oh yeah, glitter yeah. was an issue. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes, it was. And I mean, it's funny too because we do have other examples of sort of musical things and bars and you know, mm-hmm. Jabba's mm-hmm. people playing music and stuff and the Twi'leks dancing and everything. And you know, and it, it when it's a fully fleshed out world. It's just so fun to be like, well, yeah, if there's opera, there's also this, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. There's love, also hip yeah. music that the young people yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- okay, so, like, I guess I just want to spend the whole, like, the concert, 
whole part, them coming up with a scheme to like oh, sneak out. And then like, okay, it was like wonderful. Every part of it was wonderful. So they have a plan and they like kind of go out the window and they hide. But like but, Rabe's really good at like sneaking and ninja and things. And Padme's like, pa-pow, hits yes. the ground. But the plan <laughs> gets ruined, right? So right. they get well, they discovered. Get busted. They get busted. Yeah. And, and the reason why they get busted is my favorite part of the book. It's poor Sashay. It's poor Sashay. And she feels so bad about it. And I just love her for it. <laughs> well, I like that when she calls, because Padme, like, you know, they're at the concert, she calls, and she's just like, we're busted, come home. <laughs> like, oh, everybody's got to go. Yep. You know, and what's so funny about that, um, for me, having been a teenage girl, um, and we, you know, like, I, you know, I'm ashamed to say it now. We There were a couple of times where, you know, you stayed over at a friend's house and you snuck out. You went out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, we never did anything very diabolical. Like, you know, <laughs> just like, right, what are, right. well, we're out now. What do we do? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do remember, like, getting by one time and, like, being in the back of someone's, like, Tahoe. You know, their parents had picked mm-hmm. us up, found us little scoundrels and <laughs> the shame <laughs> going home. <laughs> So it was, it it was so like, it was just so realistic, you know, but again, like you said, with sort of ninja wall climbing and, um, some added, some added excitement that I didn't have. Yeah, it was, it, that's, it's really cool. And then on top of that, like her explanation, right? yeah, Yeah. she comes up with the like kid thing. She's like, we were, we had an opportunity to further our relations with the Jafani delegation or something. (laughs) What? No, that's not what happened. She is Panaka. a fantastic politician <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and and always diplomatic, and I think honestly could talk her way out of just about anything. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but Panaka was not having yeah, it. No, it's, <laughs> it's like, and no. Then, like, and it's almost like Panaka and Mariak are like the good parent, bad parent. Like, yes, you know, you have him being like, "Well, what's going on?" Like, what's it? And she like takes him by the shoulder. I'll handle this one, honey. And like, there yes. were so many of those moments that I loved. Like, and. That was something that was in the other book a little bit as well. Yeah. But I think because this is like, like now he's really like in the mix. Because the other one was a lot more of, of Mariak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, than Panaka. I think there's just, um, with this book too, it's it's interesting because this book I feel like has actually more action um, than Queen's Shadow. Definitely. But it also, on the flip side of that, has even more levity. Um, so there's very serious stuff. Um, you know, with the camps and what ends up yeah. happening mm-hmm. there yeah. and stuff. Um, but there's also this levity with, you know, that just the comedy that comes out of certain situations because that's life, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what I've always loved about Star Wars is the moments where it's funny, even though mm-hmm. it's serious because crazy stuff is happening. Yeah. But, you know, you've got Han saying something hysterical, um, you know, yeah. or Luke saying something funny or Leia and... Yeah. Um, and that's that's what's classic Star Wars. I, I love those like like those real like reflection moments, you know, like you're you know, like that's what makes it enjoyable. Like to me, I think a lot of this book, a lot of the fun parts of it was like, oh, I would kill my child or you know, like, <laughs> like so many of those like as a parent where I'm on the edge of my seat because I am Panaka. <laughs> Yeah. Like in, in in these, it was. I'm reading the book. Like I become Panaka, but I'm like, oh, you would never. Don't you dare. Like, but but here's the thing. I mean, she was not wrong. She was out there with her guards, four yeah. of them. So yes, dear. And they have been trained, so she is not wrong. That's true. That's true. Uh, like the once it starts, <laughs> once the book starts rolling over into like episode one territory, 
that also became yep. like really fascinating because then you were able to see the uh, like Sasha and Yane's side of the camps, mm-hmm. like you were mentioning earlier, and how yep. like really crazy that was. But also like the like because we they touch on it a bit in Queen's Shadow. Like, because Queen's Shadow sort of starts at the end of her term. And so all the handmaidens yep. are kind of saying goodbye. And they're like, well, I'm going to go do this now. And so we know that Sashe, you know, was hurt and was, like, tortured during this occupation. Mm-hmm. But, like, really seeing it and how it happened and, like, you know, how the smallest 12-year-old girl stood up to the biggest invasion that their planet had ever seen was such a really well-done, I don't know, like, it, like the, all of those scenes mm-hmm. were really, really good. But also uh, the power of the other people who are hearing her screams and they want, they love her so much and they want to protect her and they want to put themselves in her shoes, but they know that she's making this huge sacrifice and they have the restraint to be able to say, no, this is her decision. This is what she's chosen. So we're not going to take that away from her. So I think that this absolutely powerful, um, that's one of the things that I really liked about this book. Um, yeah. 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 I found those scenes um, also, I mean, just gut wrenching. But again, it, it, it almost reminds me I, I've known, um, you know, I'm a big, I have a big soft place in my heart for people who are in our military. Um, I'm an army brat and uh, just have uh, throughout, you know, my, my life really admired people who, who decide to join the military. Um, on their own to protect and serve the country. Mm-hmm. And and it's the same thing where, you know, sometimes I've, you know, just been like, oh, well, I feel, you know, like, it's so terrible that you went through that or that you, you know, and they're, they're always just the most humble and, you know, they, that's what they signed up to do. Mm-hmm. And it was an important, they, they believe, you know, what they were fighting for is important. Um, and that's what, that's what, that's what Sasha is, you know, basically right. saying that that's, this is my job. Um, and and she does it, and uh, and she does it well, you know. And again, a reminder that, uh, like you said, um, you know, strength doesn't come necessarily in just a big muscular package. Um, mm-hmm. It can, but it also can be a twelve-year-old girl who's mm-hmm. very brave and courageous and has integrity and heart, and uh, it makes it. Yeah, I mean, it definitely was was really difficult, but also the way that she wove that story <laughs> nice. and and what they were doing was mm-hmm. again, just one of those really cool details that you're like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah. it was again, heartbreaking, but also so intriguing and interesting. Yeah. The whole, and, and I agree yeah. to the way that it's sort of interspersed with the film um, where she doesn't, you know, EK doesn't relive the moments that we see in the film. What she actually does is, fill in the moments that we don't see. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the sense of action that that creates was was just cool. I felt like I, you know, felt like there was this really cool John Williams music underneath me, which, mm-hmm. by the way, when the book comes out um, with the audio, I'm, there will be. So yeah. I love, I love the, I love the audiobook production. Like all the audiobook productions are always like so, so well done. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just curious when they go to the concert, what they're going to put in there. Yes. Because I don't Wait. know if you guys have noticed, uh, in some of the audiobooks, they've been using like new and different music that is not from the mm-hmm. movies all the time. Like I did a uh, Alphabet Squadron, and yep. there's a character in that book that um, she like puts on playlists and like when she's flying the B wing, mm-hmm. and so like every time she put on her playlist, there was like this new music, and I was like, "What is this? I've never heard before, and this is awesome." 
And uh, I think they did that in Galaxy's Edge, mm-hmm. A Crash of Fate as well. So I'm hoping... Yeah, I mean, the people, the people who are doing that side and then Kevin Thompson who directs, who voice directs them, mm-hmm. um, they, they just... They know what they're doing. Um, Absolutely, it's, it, it's crazy. It's the same people, you know, who are who are doing it, and just they know what they're doing so well that uh, they're like like master chefs, you know, putting <laughs> together these dishes, um, and they're different each time, yeah. but they still have the right flavor that they have to have. And um, and a lot of times, if you're doing audiobooks, because I do other audiobooks, the music and sound effects and stuff can be distracting. And it's just a testament to how well it's done in these that they're not distracting at yeah. all. They're they're amazing, and it, it makes it a little different because um, there are certain scenes where, again, I am super loud, which I wouldn't normally be in an audio book, but because Kevin's like, "Oh no, no, there's going to be some really loud music underneath there, <laughs> a lot of blasters going on." So <laughs> nice. That's that's awesome. I I love. Um, I really want to. I can't wait to. Uh, you know, I pre-ordered this on Audible, so couple of days yes. I'll be hearing this. <laughs> By the time this comes out, other people will have heard it. I yes. am so happy to be able to talk to you with you about this book today. And I'm glad Thank you that it exists and it's in the universe. And I think I'm ready for I'm ready for Sabe, Rabe, Irte, Yane, and Sashe's books as well. Yes. Um, oh my god. <laughs> I think I know like I, I you know I would love that. So <laughs> let's, let's make that happen. Yeah, right. And I, uh, you know, as a person who for 20 years only knew Sabe's name, uh, mm. I, yep. can, I can say that this really like gets into those characters and why it's important and like the uniqueness about them. And I enjoyed it a lot as a parent and as a reader of Star Wars things. So just start- it almost made it harder to decide who was my favorite. I know, um, right? Now, oh so now, now I'm like, now I really like them all. So. Okay, so what you're saying is if we decided to hit you with a hard question at the end, that would be it? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, actually, I think that Sabe's still my favorite. Um, but yeah. I love them all a lot. And like I said, Rabe was so fun and Sasha's so brave. And yeah, I yeah. mean, they're all, I think, they're all great. Yeah. Sabe is just like hard to beat because of everything else as well. Like Sabe's always been my favorite, but I really enjoyed yeah. Rabe in this book as well. Rabe is so yeah. interesting and her like background is completely different and she's the one who doesn't care. Yeah, Ra- Rabe was like, Rabe yeah. was definitely probably the most fun. Yeah. Um yeah. so you know. Yeah, but Sasha she was, a, was she was a fun one. Yeah, Sasha was like I think one of my favorites just because she's so small but she's so she perceives so much about people and she's really good about reading people and she's so strong. Uh, yes. You know, and, and I just, I love her so much. Yeah. yeah. Sasha was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, <laughs> I believe that is a podcast. If you are interested in this book and didn't read it, shame on you for listening to this whole shame thing. Shame on you. <laughs> and we, but haha, we didn't tell you the whole story. There's a lot more in it. There's like we did small it. scenes. We did guys. it. Yeah, we did. We didn't. We didn't really expose that much. Yeah, that and that's the last thing I'll say too. In this book, I was just like, so when you when you, know, when you do an audiobook, you play all the characters, right? Um, or uh, unless it's a multicast, um, but in this one it was not. And so I had already had to you know do my impersonation of Palpatine, but this book, oh my gosh, I can't. I mean, there's so many characters I had to play, and the hardest was Obi Wan because. James Arnold Taylor's like my best friend. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh. So, nice. 
It was, oh, it was that's right. and, you know, yeah. Yeah. that was. Yeah, that's true. There's it some was, good stuff. Yeah, there, was, there yeah. were a lot. And I mean, I'm, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of great characters, you know, including one that you just mentioned. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll see what yeah. everyone says if they listen to it. And they'll be like, nice impression of me, Kat. <laughs> awesome. Oh, nice. Um, thank wait. you for spending some time with us and chatting about this wonderful book. Uh, thank you, guys. Yes. Thank you for bringing the voice of Padme to everyone for sabe, over a brave, decade. Erte, Jane, yes. mm-hmm. and Sashe. In addition to the yes. last book, which was what? Corde, Verse, Dorme. And, uh, That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes. Yes, thank you for thank your you time. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we thank enjoy you all of your work. And, and as always, thank you to, to, to people who... Yeah, and I, <laughs> thank you again to everyone who, um, you know, is also a fan, as I am, of this great galaxy. And it just makes it, makes it really fun that we get to all get together and talk. And special shout-out to Vanessa Marshall, yes. who we both love yes. um, and is responsible for this conversation. Our favorite Phoenix leader. <laughs> Vanessa is very dear to yeah, our she's, hearts. Yes, she is. She is she's, she's a good one. So mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. All right. Thank you very much and may the force be with you. That's the end of a podcast. Awesome. And that's how I have decided to end it. And I'm ready Come on. Let's go see what seats my cousin got for us. The seats were very close, and they weren't so much seats as they were places in the VIP dance area. This was entirely more than Yane had bargained for, and she was quite happy to stand at the edge of the dance floor and watch the stage.